Yay. Hey. Ja. Yeah, you gotta say Zed now. Welcome to the Thousand Story Podcast. We are your hosts, Najee and Luis. And today we have a special interview for Very you. Very special guest. With our good friend Delany out of New York. Uh, actually lives in New Jersey, but uh, she is engineering your favorite artists, or at least some of them, um, and also an artist herself. So give it up for Delany! How you feeling? How you What's doing? What's up? Good. Pleasure to be on this call, conference call, podcast with yes. you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you. So, so let's let's break it down a bit. You know, we we what do you do? We who know. Are you? We know. But for our audience, yeah. who are you? Who what do you do? Um, How you been? How <laughs> you know? It's been actually the end of last year was a little bit uh, rough for me, but. Uh, this uh, this coming year has promised some good things. Um, I do way more things than I should. Typical creative all over nice. the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but also just freelancing. Um, engineer, singer, songwriter, photographer, and visual artist. Damn. That's, That's a resume. We see you. We see you. <laughs> Got it. So, as a uh, as a visual artist, do you go just by downloading it, or do you have like a special name for that? Yeah. So, like with my different things, I have three main different things. So, my artist name is Lussex. Which cool. side note, uh, this name came about from in college. Um, I lived in this dorm called Ludlow, and the cross street is Delancey and Essex. And I, these two producers I was working with, they were like, we need a cool name. And they came up with the name Lussex, and I was like, that's pretty dope. And it didn't work out, but I'm like, I'm going to take the name anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Swag. Swipe that um, name. I love it. So uh, that happened, and then, uh, yeah, my artist, like uh, all the art I do definitely goes under just my name. Delany Leiden. <laughs> That's super cool. I didn't even know that. Because when we met, you were just, we just strictly talk about your engineering work. Yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a journey for me. I went to art school for college. Oh, cool. Um, in New York. So that's where all that comes from. Yep. Yep. I went to the School of Visual Arts for like two years, dropped out. Went to audio school because I realized I'd get a job. And here I am. I'm actually doing both of my, like, majors. Wow. Weird. That's crazy. Well yeah. done. Um, well, that is incredible news. I'm, I'm glad you're able to actually be doing both of the things that you went to college for. Because not many can say that at all. Yeah. Seriously. Like, yeah. you know. Andy dropped. Andy dropped, <laughs> Andy dropped yeah. out. Like, damn, that's just productive. Well done. Well, well, well done. You're like, I like no. this. I like this. I can do it on my own. So, okay. so I assume you earn or you learned to uh, engineer through school as well, or was that just visual arts? No. Um. Yeah. Uh. Like when I was in high school, I had friends that would always record, and I would go to their like 
houses and they had like logic and really i started learning through garage band like oh, when i was 16. Damn. so kind of just was like i love this and just took it further that's awesome okay so wait, wait so how did you get into because you were working in it you were working at the studio um yes when when we met how how did you get into that like how did you go from garage band to penthouse <laughs> studios to penthouse studios <laughs> yeah, in the middle yeah. of new york yeah, city yeah. <laughs> yeah i was just um, that's crazy so i so i went to the school of visual arts studied stop motion animation um <laughs> There was only four people in my class, realized I wasn't going to get a job, went to technical school, um, finished the program. They tried to put me in a studio in, like, upper New Jersey, like, North Mm -hmm. Jersey, upper New Jersey, North Jersey. And I was like, nah, I got to work in the city. Um, So I took, like, a two-year hiatus and just, like, worked regular jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. I worked at Forever 21. I... I ended up working at a smoke shop. <laughs> it was dope. Um, and then ended up becoming a real estate agent. I had like a semi breakdown. Yeah. What, the, a- fuck? what <laughs> the fuck? I'm oh, sorry. Excuse my language, but what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I used to uh, show apartments in um, East Village in Manhattan. Wow. And Damn. the money was good and everything, but like I just had like a breakdown and I was like, if I don't do music now when I'm 23, I'm going to regret it later because I could always do real estate later and make a bunch of money later, you know? Yeah, yeah, for Oops. sure. <laughs> so leads me into my breakdown. Looking on Craigslist, ended up um, answering an ad so random. Answering an ad on Craigslist for this engineer. End up in the right place. Uh, this guy, he went, I don't know if he went to school. My mentor, his name is Ty Golson. Um, he ended up becoming the head engineer at Quad Studios. Um, so he branched off and finally had his own company uh, called the Music Development Agency. Um, so I interned for them for a little while, but he would let me sit in sessions with him. And I ended up going to Premier Studios. Uh, for a New Year's party, and I saw some kid in my class, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen you in like two years. What's up?" <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> reconnect. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, things didn't work out with Ty's company. Just there wasn't enough work, so uh, I hit up my this kid that was in my class. His name is Andrew, and I was like, "Hey, are you guys looking for interns?" He's like, "Yeah, it's the perfect time. You're hired already. Just come in." <laughs> I was like, thank you. Because <laughs> he, he, you know, he, he knew I was working with Ty. He knew that I knew, you know, we were in the same class. We graduated together. He knew right. I knew everything he did. I, I go in there and I go to the interview and he's like, yeah, so it's everything they said it was going to be. You're going to be cleaning toilets. You're going to be cleaning this place. And, you know, just, uh, you know, it's up to you to do, um, to take it wherever you want to do it. And I'm like, awesome. So I ended up interning at Premier Studios uh, for, like, I technically still work there. They, I'm, like, on call. Right. Um, but, oh, yeah, cool. uh, so then I was working in a major recording studio, which was I was super stoked about. It was, like, my dream. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Quickly realized that interning is... It's it's fun, but not you know not for two two to three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I learned yeah. a lot. Um, so while I was interning at Premiere, 
which is odd enough because the kid that I work with right now fired me for you know it's I feel like anywhere you go it's politics you know yeah. like you gotta it's relationship building I don't like to call it politics I like to call it relationships it's Ooh, the relationships what? you build with people that changes my mind on that that completely changes my mind on on politics hmm. now I'm gonna start saying that <laughs> Relationship relationships. Building. I'm just building the. I'm just keeping the relationship. Yeah, I'm yeah. maintaining. I'm maintaining. Maintaining the relationship. That totally makes sense. Though. Yeah, that's huh. true. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So, at the studio, there's kind of like a hierarchy. But not really. Like right. the way it works is there's a studio manager, the head uh, engineers, and then the managers, and then the interns. So I was, you know, I felt like I personally, from my perspective, I was like, I went to school for this stuff. I've been with Ty. I've been in the in these rooms working without really working uh-huh. like for this place. So I should be able to use the rooms, and that was far from the case. And I totally understand why. The, um, right now, the kid I work with, his name is Fahad. Shout out to Fahad. He's getting married. <laughs> wow! Congrats! To him. Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah. Um. He. Uh. He. Uh, Sorry. No, you're good. Um, what happened? Yeah, so he, yeah, so I see from his perspective, like, he was, you know, he fired me because he's like, listen, I had to learn how to use these rooms. I couldn't even touch these rooms for like three months, and you're already a month in, and you're trying to, like, you know, I was also, you know, I was just hungry and I wanted to make money. You know, yeah. I was tired oh, of for sure. that. I was working for like eight months for free, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And, at Premiere, it's one of the last studios that actually pays you to intern. You know, you're making $15 a day, granted, and you're working either from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 7 p.m. to 9 a.m., uh, but it's... Wait, wait, Yeah. you said, yeah. wait, 15 yeah. or 50? Yeah. One, five. <laughs> Shit, rip. Yeah. Damn. But, but if you're good, and you know you're ambitious and you want to assist sessions you'll make now it's ten dollars but when i was working it was nine dollars <laughs> damn so yeah so it was nine dollars an hour so what i would do would i would be taking every session i could get nine dollars an hour but like the hours are insane and the sessions you get are really insane like some of them are like a lot of people you don't know, a lot of rappers that are like, yeah, this is Quad Studios, Tupac got shot here, like, I want to do, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I'm going to be the next big thing, you know? Yeah. And then you actually have really big artists that walk through there, like, you know, right. Thug has been there. Um, yeah, like, everybody Damn. can think of, I, I've actually had a session with R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Um, that was one of oh, my man. favorite sessions I've ever been in, just to see him create was amazing but yeah he recorded most of the divine feminine there with one of uh the engineers uh his name is los shout out to los too like he's one of my favorite mentors i've ever had actually the first session i assisted was with los you said divine feminine yeah i literally missed those sessions by like three months he stopped recording in march and i started working there in june Shit. I was so mad. I was oh, like, shit. oh my god. I just um but he came back a few times. Um, I wish he got to record more in New York. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so Bod fired back to the whole situation. Bod fired me. 
Um, so I ended up up calling Ty and being like, because the thing was, is he was like, you know, you, 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 you know, you have to learn how to use the rooms before you use them. And I was just like, fly out. Like, I was like, yo, free for all. Like, nobody's here. I'm going to use the rooms kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, which is totally the wrong way to go about it. So I put myself in a compromising situation and I didn't realize it. I was just like, yo, I just want money and I want to do my art. Like, I, yeah. you know, I'm ready for it. Um, so I got fired. And I called Ty and he was like, I can hook you up with another internship. The whole thing, I didn't really want to rely on Ty to Uh get me a job. So I never really asked. And he was like, you should have just asked me in the first place because I was just like, I kind of want to do things my own way. Mm, Yeah, which makes sense. So he so he hooked me up with uh, Blast Off Studios. Um, I had an interview with Nick, who's also the head engineer over there. And they're a studio that does a lot of like Atlantic Records um, stuff. So I was like, awesome. This is great. Um, so I sent my resume for like two weeks and then I got rehired at Premiere. Uh, two days after I got fired. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Wow. There, Yeah, there was a situation where um, there's a listening session and uh, the phone's ringing off the hook. There's so many people downstairs. It was for French Montana and there's a bunch of like complex and genius and like everybody from all these big places were coming. And um, I'm just an intern. So I'm supposed to be answering the phones, running around, getting people, bringing them up. Right. Because you can't get up without a key pass. So I'm sitting down, taking a break after I clean the whole place. Um, and I'm talking to another person that used to work there. And we're having a conversation. And the phone rings. <laughs> I pick it up. <laughs> Nobody answers. This is a common occurrence that happens there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so nobody answers. So I hang up. So then the phone keeps ringing, keeps ringing, and then I was like, oh, shoot, somebody picked it up, so I don't have to pick it up. And then next thing you know, some kid comes in and smacks, like, his hands together right in my ear. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can't pick up the fucking phone, you can't fucking hear the phone. And I'm like, what? what, what? Like, wait, He's hold like, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, so I so I got fired, and I waited stairs and I told um I waited for the booking manager I refused to get fired <laughs> so I like waited for the booking manager to come um who is Glenn Swan Glenn Swan is demon he has helped my career tremendously as far as recording goes um he he used to be ahead at Sony and he's oh, now the booking at Premiere and yeah he's just a great dude you know like if you're really about the industry and you work for him like he'll definitely take care of you so long story short i told glenn what happened and, and then he's like give me a couple days to think about it they had uh-huh. a meeting with all the managers and the managers were like yeah don't let her go like you're kind of crazy if you do because it's kind of like messed up what this kid did it yeah. wasn't really my fault <laughs> uh yeah because i also screamed at him like five minutes out. Didn't help the case, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely didn't help. Um, But yeah, so they hired me back. So then I started, oddly enough, uh, assisting Busta Rhymes sessions. 
Um, like one day, so one day, his his engineer Gonzalo was the one who really put me on. He's the head engineer at uh, Premiere mm-hmm. right now. He, um, yeah, this kid Jimmy, who who's one of my good friends, he didn't want to sit in on the session. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing. It. There's a reason why we some of us don't want to sit in because they're really long. They're like from right. seven p.m. to two a.m. Um, Wait, I get fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. long. That's long. Is, is the artist every there the day. entire time? Well, Busta. It's only Busta. Yeah, there every day, Monday through Sunday. Fuck. Monday through Sunday. So if he's in New York, like granted, he goes away. He's like, yeah, yeah. then you get a vacation yeah. for like two days. But he's right back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you literally live in New York, so it's that. But damn. Yeah. My but yeah, God. so Jimmy didn't want to sit in, and I sat in, and like he for like two seconds. Because uh, our another friend of ours, Colton, he was going to be late. And um, so I sat in for like 30 minutes. He looked at me and was like, this is the assistant for today. And then I've literally been assisting him for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's so, no big deal. Whatever. Yeah, like, and, 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 and to be honest, like I said, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's Busta. But like at the same time, I'm like, I just want money. Right, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Damn. I just want to work, <laughs> and I want to use the studio for free. So. <laughs> like, um, I feel how you. How can though. I marry those two things together? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I started assisting for him, um, and I worked with. I'm still working with them, but at Premiere, some 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 stuff happened, and the um, uh, Penthouse Studios actually started to open. Um, they opened their doors in April of 2017. And Busta was their first client, so Busta went upstairs to Penthouse, uh-huh. and um, they needed an assistant. And Penthouse didn't have any employees. Uh, they had one kid who's interning, who's also just a really dope artist. His name is Pete, um, but he goes by Pretty Boy Pete. <laughs> Pretty Boy Pete. Pretty Boy Pete. Wait, so he Pete was like, or Pete? <laughs> Pretty so Pete. 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 Oh, I thought he Pete. said Pretty Boy yeah. Pete. I was like, okay, like, cool. No. As in Pete. <laughs> Pretty boy yeah, Peter. PVP thirty five hundred is his artist name too. I, I don't know. I don't know. He changes his artist name all the time. I don't know what he goes. <laughs> Pete from the set. Pete, you know. Pete, Pete, Pete master. Boy, Pete. <laughs> P- D- uh, Puff daddy. P- P- Puff Dizzle. P. <laughs> Pretty P. P and a half. You know. PBP. P B J. intern but like again um nobody really like no no studio really pays side note also i also worked at blast off for like six months uh-huh. while i was assisting busta so i was working at premiere and blast off at the same time damn and blast off act yeah so my days would be crazy like i would do sessions at 2 a.m. and then I would have to do this radio show for real estate at like 7 a.m. at last off. Fuck. <laughs> but they're like two blocks away from each other so it wasn't Oh, terrible. okay. That's not that bad. So I would have to like sleep on the couch and then wake up in the morning and then go there and but and then go back to premiere and I wouldn't be able to go home until like the day next day. I'd have an hour and like hit the gym and like shower and stuff but like it, oh, it, shit. I, yeah, so I, I, I was like, 
crazy, but at the same time, um, it was cool because like, I kept seeing the same people from the like major labels over and over again. And they're like, they started being like, oh, you work there and you work here? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, a hustler, okay. homie. <laughs> they're like, okay. <laughs> um, but um, no, I was able to build a lot of relationships just from doing both those things at the same time. That's super and, cool. Um, Still, blast off. Yeah, blast off didn't really pay their interns. I mean, you could work your way up to engineer and you get paid. But uh -huh. um, I was getting paid, so I was doing bus every day, and I, um, you know, it's nine dollars an hour, and like, kind of, you're starting to make a salary for working every day. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is dope. Um, so I told Nick, I was like, yo, this is too much for me. Like, I can't, I can't do it. Right. I He's mean, like, yeah. Jeez, yeah. like your plate is, I mean, super full. It's. Yeah. Um, it's immensely full. Uh, like I just imagine, like we haven't even gotten to the actual, like the the concept of engineering a song. Yeah. This is all just like managing. I mean, it's mostly. I mean, as far as you described, as far as sitting in, making sure everybody else is okay, making sure that yeah, you know, like this is getting your foot in the door. This is just That's what that is, and like. For me, it's crazy because, like, engineers are some of the most slept-on people in the industry. 100%. Like, nobody realizes how important an engineer yeah. is to make a uh. successful record. Like, how, why is that? Why do you think that is? I mean, you being in the like, why? <laughs> um, You know, people don't even realize, like, even producers, not to take away from producers, because producers are great. They make the whole cool. thing. But, like... Right. My mentor, who I work under, Ricky, uh, who is Busta's mixing engineer, everything. He does everything for Busta, mm -hmm. um, literally. Uh, he's who I aspire to be like when I'm older. He, he's crazy. He, um, you know, yeah, most slept on people, um, you know, we're quiet. <laughs> A lot of us are quiet. You know? Just we, meek. We, yeah, not, not quiet in a way like you think... Um, like oh we we can't speak up for ourselves or anything like that we're, we we just understand what power we hold right right <laughs> you know it's more it's more like you know we can make or break you kind of a thing yeah we choose yeah. to you but, again like if you piss um, no, off there's a, so a, many artists oh my god like i couldn't imagine think about it like even in the live setting right if you piss off the sound engineer live or studio you oh yeah fucked. oh yeah you you are definitely you guys fucked. really have uh, yeah. the power like, yeah you got weed oh, yeah. full of oh, like live live sound engineers are the worst <laughs> that's why they're I always... like you you pissed them off oh you're done it's over i mean that's why yeah. I, I always you know make it a point to learn the sound engineer's name in any situation live or studio because it's just so important they literally control your how you sound they'll make you sound like shit they will make you they sound literally like literally will and then oh, and then yeah. print that shit and then be like, yeah, it's the only copy we got, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I really wish I could tell you why we're so slept on to be to be quite honest with you. And Najee, you too. Like, I, you know, you're an engineer yourself, which is just amazing. And like, I'm sure you, you know, you know how it is too. I, I like, do. <laughs> I really do. But like, not. I mean, I haven't been in the same kind of. Could you call that corporate? I guess. No. industry it, it, is, it no. is exactly it's the music industry corporate version that's that's the yeah. best way to put it yeah <laughs> you're mean, you're an independent still yeah you're, you're definitely yeah, not ever crossed into corporate oh fuck yeah. that uh, yeah, i mean yeah. I, I did i did interning for like three months um with a you know a producer who kind of was running a uh like a production base 
area out of his advertising agency that gave him an extra room after hours. Um, so that's pretty much the only corporate or industry yeah. experience that I've had. But most of my industry, well, well, it's not industry experience, but the mo- the more like dealing with other people in their space. Like if I'm doing engineering sessions, it's usually you know like remote, like most of the time, which is still industry. But yeah. I have the pleasure yeah. of just dealing with myself. <laughs> what is what is what does it entail? I mean, to like engineer something like what what is it that you're working on? Because like for me. I I feel like I probably do that, but I don't know exactly what it. Cause like you know I just I write record produce my own shit, and so I just I'm just like where where is that in the mix? Cause to me yeah. I'm just like creating. It's just an all inclusive process, you know. Yeah. So for me, my whole major thing is like, and what I love to do, and the whole reason why I started even interning is because I do love mixing. I love the right. genuine craft and Same. art of mixing. There's Same. so many. Yeah, there's so many like great people that mix. Um, and I, you know, I feel like in order to be a great engineer, you need to know how to do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to know how to produce. You need to know how to have a good ear. You need to know how to mix. Um, yeah, it takes a lot of like patience. Yeah, it's skill and kind of like a lot of like. Like, like suave like you gotta keep your cool all the time when I first started oh I freaked out I used to freak out like, <laughs> worst engineering move you could ever make freaking out like um, one of the first sessions I really started like so I started working at Penthouse and then that's where I really started to engineer um, and the first session I really had engineering was this really dope artist. His name is that him. And he's like super dope. He re- he's like in the lane of like Bryson Tiller. And I was like, oh, finally I get to work with music I really like. <laughs> Meanwhile, the auto two was fucked up. There's mad delay. <laughs> I'm like freaking out. And like he even said to me, he's like, y- y- you know, and then this happens a lot too. It's like every time I'm engineering, somebody walks in the room, they're like, oh, I've never had a girl engineer before. And he, oh, go- he's shit. Like- <laughs> he-, he didn't say that to me. And he was like super cool, but he was like, you know, if you weren't a girl, I probably wouldn't have given you a second chance engineering. I would have just walked out. Oh shit! Wow. Like, Damn. Damn. <laughs> like, how ha- how has that been though? Like, I mean, and you're you know you're an independent woman. <laughs> you're a, you're a strong independent woman with a lot of strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What your chest? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god! But I mean, honestly, you have you have Seriously. to develop that though. I mean, like, you, yeah, you oh, have yeah. to develop like a yeah, no bullshit to... attitude, especially as a woman, because people are, are prone to just either overlooking you or just oh, dismissing yeah. it. Like, how has that yeah. been for you? Just being in that kind of space and that kind of headspace. You know, it's so weird. It's a bit of it's a bit of like good and a little bit of bad because you know it gets frustrating because people don't take you as seriously like hmm. you know i love busted to death but i can tell him i'm an artist blue to his face but you know it's, it's gonna take me doing my thing for him to be like okay i get it right you yeah. know yeah um and huh. same thing you know um it, but it's also because there's so less of us um you know, it, 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 I try to look at it as a positive because, you know, there's 
like I'm trying I would love to do stuff uh, with girls and tell them like hey you know you can do this do right. a thing don't be scared by the dudes just, just tell them to shoe off and just like <laughs> beat and, and, and that's the thing be better than them like I'm be- you know the reason why I'm in the position I am in is not because of anything but my skills right like, right I'm yeah. really good at using Pro Tools like I love Pro Tools and I have a passion for it I'm better than most of the boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, better, yeah, way I, better than yeah. me. You know, it's I know I've never <laughs> opened Pro Tools in my life. <laughs> uh, you mean you're far better than no, me? It took me, it took me a while to get the hang of Pro Tools. I'm still nowhere near like a master. Yeah, yeah, I, can, yeah. I can function. Uh, I can get around. If I'm in a studio, we'll be all right. But like, yeah, you, you take it to a whole other level. But it's crazy that you have to take it to a whole other level just to in be in order to be same... recognized. Like that's yeah. crazy. That's bullshit. You know, it's it's like I think Chris Chris Rock said it a while ago. Yeah. He was like he was talking about just like black people, um, how they have to basically be either ballers or the like top CEOs or basically the, the top of their game just to be recognized as the average white dude who plays golf, you know, to be yeah. in the same conversation. And I feel like a lot of women face that as well, that kind of just difficulty. And, you know, yeah. it's gotten to the point where even, Louise, your mom, like, she's just so driven that she doesn't notice it, but she has to work through a whole bunch of extra shit to be at the top. And as a result, I mean, her, her mind and her, her skills are, like, top-notch. They're yeah. incredible. But it's like, damn, why do we make women yeah. work that it's much crazy. harder? Like, they, they're good. Let, let them exist yeah. as they are, you know? And it's interesting. Like, speaking of my mom, I feel like she's she's turned a blind eye to it because the, the more that she focuses on it, hmm. the more that it just, like, destroys her focus on the actual right. work. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. It's, it's really interesting because, like, yeah, just talking to her. She's just like I don't notice it. I don't, I don't even. I don't even think about it Wait, anymore. What does your mom do? Why, Why do, do I, I not know this? Oh, my mom is. <laughs> she's a badass. Like for real. Okay, so. So tangent. We're, you know, we're from just small <laughs> no, tangent. Yeah. All right, just very small tangent. All right, so we're from Honduras. So she like you know I we grew up in a third world country. She um, finished high school and then she had me when she was nineteen, and. Um, didn't end up going to college in this third world country. Somehow made it to this company because she was like developing this new way to do like logistics, um, which to her just kind of came natural. So she got in with this company uh, called Avon, which was then bought out by like Kimberly Clark. And then she like ended up moving to the States and she was like one of the first people to like take the apex test, which is like a super important test in in, like the business world. Um, it's like equivalent to like a master's or better than a master's. Mm. Got it. Got so it. she did this before she graduated college, technically. Right. <laughs> and then she went to like the University of Phoenix and graduated from there and then did her master's uh, here in Uri at, at uh, Gannon. So, and, and all the while she's just been like moving up and moving up and yeah. she's like a, she's like a director of something for... Um, Which farm? Like is a, it a pharmaceutical? Yeah, it's a farm company she's called West. Yeah, up there. She's she's up. She's yeah. she's definitely like made that. it. It's crazy. I and I'm, love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. So like, <laughs> she's a Latin woman and just yes. made it to you know made herself basically. She completely she made it to the like, top. She's and she's like she's at the top. She's 
at the like such a top where it's like she's like people ask her to take on more responsibility and she's like nah I'm chilling like I don't need yeah. all that like she's <laughs> yeah. like I'm good where I'm yeah. at this is a, a comfy amount of money and infinitely less responsibility than that position so <laughs> yeah. I'm straight <laughs> yeah like she is set and she's, she's just killing it and she's super cool yeah, like, you gotta meet her someday. She's she's really yes, one of the coolest I, people I, I, I know. I, I would love to have a conversation with her because I yeah. love women that like that. Or it's not yeah. even women. It's just, just people. Yeah, people with mindsets like that. They're so rare sometimes. I feel mm-hmm. like to come by, but also not only as well. Like I feel like the more you you know have those conversations or you know talk to people with those. Mindsets, it just expands, and yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, it definitely does. I've, I've, I've had to. I've just talked with her a few times, and just picking her brain, picking people's brain like that, like anybody yeah. who's in that. Sound, like True. it's so important to have like find a mentor or just find somebody that you can yeah. be inspired by because it definitely helps shape the way you operate a yeah. million percent. Yeah. In fact, I think I heard something where it was like, uh, you know, always have somebody that you can teach, always have somebody right on your level, and always have somebody that you can learn from. Like, and you will be okay. You will. You'll be more. Okay, you thrive. And I've always yeah. tried to like I've naturally follow that without even noticing it. But yeah. like I've I've tried that consciously now that I know it. Um but yeah, you know, she's she's up there. She's That's interesting. Things. See, I always I always ran through like uh always be surrounded by people who are like just smarter than you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it is not to say that I'm not smart, not right? To say, but like to people who I view and respect as like being like okay, very knowledgeable people, mm. you know. So yeah. you are who you surround yourself. Oh, for sure. That, that so, is, speaking of true. which, yeah. surrounding yourself in in like why do you? Why, I mean, New York, obviously the land of opportunity, but like, what's keeping you in the New York area as far as engineering goes? Because you know, there's LA, there's Atlanta, there's Nashville, there's oh, so engineering is not all that it's cracked up to be, um, and hence um, what happened to me. So I started interning at Premier, and I was making money. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, a huge factor of me being able to move anywhere is just my financial situation because um i've just been freelancing and you know with with freelancing comes like you know you never know when your next paycheck's gonna come yeah you know you gotta save for those rainy days so i saved was saving for my rainy days and um, i started working at penthouse and um, unfortunately their whole system there was completely different than uh premiere they, they would only pay for engineering. They don't pay for their interns. Um, they pay 25 an hour. Like, so basic minimum, and this is a standard. So if you are an engineer listening to this and you don't know what to price yourself on, never go below 20 if you're like super non-experienced. But if you have some experience and you know what you're doing, and by the way, Pro Tools is just like, it is like a craft. Like it, I've seen people not even use the mouse and do like, crazy things shortcuts are bog yeah, yeah shortcuts they, yeah, are yeah. Nuts. in anything it's, everything it's so crazy <laughs> i like don't know like there are people some people are machines like i'm like i don't know how you do this this is not and they're fast <laughs> like fast they're yeah. like i don't yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that noise but, is enough i love it <laughs> <laughs> so starting base is 20 but you know 25 um an hour is what you're really supposed to be making mm-hmm and up from there you move 30 whatever your experience so i was doing sessions for 25 an hour and then eventually i moved up to making nine dollars an hour Mm -hmm. now 
comes back to the politics, which is like relationships. So yep. the relationships between uh, people got distorted somehow uh, between everything. I unfortunately had to leave Penthouse because of just multiple reasons. But the main reason why was because I just noticed, you know, I, I, I wasn't making enough money. I didn't want to take the sessions that were coming in because... Yep. I kind of like, I chose my creative freedom and this is a path that I keep choosing over everything is yeah. trying to be happy and also just like uh, creativity, you know, yeah. that's the whole reason why I stopped doing real estate and um, pursued to do interning. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of took leap. I didn't, I, did, I didn't have enough funds and I kind of just was like, I just want to see what happens. Uh, kind of fell flat on my face. You know, <laughs> you know uh, was without a still still kind of without, without a job for a little bit. But uh, you know, in the means of that, in the midst of that, I kind of like do some photography gigs here and there uh -huh. to just keep myself afloat, or you know, just been getting by. But um, New York is my home from New York, so I stay in New York. So that's, that's the only reason why I'm here. I got very, very lucky. Um, grew up here, no. but I would love to go to LA. Honestly, I would love to go to LA or even London, you know. Oh, London, True. what a change of pace. Abbey Road, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if you got in Abbey Road, I'd be like, oh man, I'd be hitting you. The moment. Oh, shit. Man. I'm already so excited. It didn't even happen <laughs> yet. Just, like, just Yo. the possibility. I'd be like, please just let me walk through the halls, please. <laughs> let me just touch the wall that the Beatles touched. <laughs> He's a, he, for anybody listening, he's a huge I'm a massive, <laughs> massive oh, Beatles fan. Like, it's... I'm very obsessed. I can't, I have like so many books and like I pretty much all their records on vinyl. I just, I got so much stuff. <laughs> it's a problem. Oh, I know. I love the Beatles. I'm there with you. So good. Yeah. So, um, you know. <laughs> I know you would like that. That would be an incredible thing to yeah. have happen, yeah. just to be able to engineer basically anywhere. I mean, that, that's that's the demand for anybody, really, is to be able to do what they want when they want when they want. That's obviously the goal. But for you, um, because you're an artist as well, and you know that is an important priority to you. Like, how do you how do you feel? Like, how do you decide which one's more important at any given time? I mean, obviously, money is a huge factor, but yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you need a day job. You, you need, need a day, day job. job. It's so funny. Um, so, so friend mine, Deborah who's also an artist. I was literally just at a house at his house having a session with him. His mom came downstairs. I love his mom to death. And she's talking to me. She's like, you know, I keep telling Danny, you know, you need a job. You know, don't, 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 don't give, give up, up on your dream. But, um, you know, you need a you need job to pay the bills. And I'm like, I gotta pay the bills. Um, but my whole thing is I refuse to kind of get a job that isn't like music I have related. skills and pro to it. Yeah, yeah. Not only just music related, just I have a skill set and I, I love I love pro tools. Like I need to make a good Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you obsessed. like no, that makes sense. Definitely. <laughs> if you love so, it that much, yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, that's, that's why I've been so fortunate. But that's the that's another reason why I had a leave penthouse as well. I just kept getting these artists that were like Granted, now there's dope artists that roll through there now. Again, the studio was just starting up. This was about a year and a half ago. They they right. finally established themselves in New York, and like they have, they have major artists come through all the time. But then you always get like the random one, 
and sometimes they're not really <laughs> that good. And, and then you, and then, and, the, and then that's another skill set that you need to have as an engineer. You right. have to put your creativity into it. And then now you're basically producing for that person. So now they're sucking all your creativity out. Mm, and yeah. I talk to my mentor Ty about this all the time because he's the same thing. Like he went from being a head engineer and he's engineered for everybody you can think of. And he even says, he's like, I just love producing. I want to be like a kind of guy. Like, I want to produce. Mm, yeah. I have to, and he's like, yo, I'll throw you some work. Like I need, I need to keep my recording clients, but like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. And it, it's because of the state of music too. It's, it, it's really what people say. People literally get fucked up. Uh, like just ramble a bunch of fucking words. And, and it's the engineer that's putting it together. Like, Damn. I've got yeah, side story and a note, like perfect example. I engineered for Famous Dex and he, he yelled, yelled at me because I couldn't tell where his verse began or ended, but he was on lean. You were doing good. You were doing good. I should never let you hit the backwards. I'm like, bro. What? <laughs> you were fucked up doing this, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that's why I feel so bad for like, you know, like for, sometimes I feel bad for him, even though he puts himself in those in that position. But like just meeting him like he's fucked up like and and it's not it's not just him it's a lot of these artists they you know they'll get fucked up and they have a team of people that like keep the image together and they and you know he was talking to me too and what was interesting about that was you know i asked him i was like who are you inspired by and then he showed me a song he did with one of kendrick's producers Mm. and the song was fire i was like yo this is like a chance the rapper type vibe like this could go really big i don't know if you ever put it out but I, and he was like, yeah, I like working with producers like that because one, they keep them focused, and two, like y- you get the magic, you know. Uh-huh. So, so it, it takes, takes a lot of creativity to just engineer, and yeah. y- you're taking away from your own artistry. You know, it, yeah. you can't sometimes balance it, especially when you need to work and you need to eat and you got bills to pay. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I feel yeah, real. Definitely. So would you say that your artistry? right now is more attuned to um like the the engineering direction as opposed to your own like do you prefer or not prefer but like which one do you think is more developed like being able to kind of be that producer engineer for other people for other people or for yourself like which one feels more natural to you oh i definitely can produce for other people way better than i can produce for myself but it doing it for other people it goes hand in hand definitely if i was for people or haven't experienced the things I've seen or my experiences, I wouldn't be able to do what I do for myself. Right. Yeah. Right. That's a fact. See, I feel like it's easier to make decisions for other people because it's not yeah. you. true. It's not you. I mean, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and it's nice because you can objectively look at what they're doing and then it's just it's it's more difficult when you're internally trying to like yeah. judge yourself and being like, who am I as an artist? <laughs> you right. know, as you're trying to make yeah. a decision that's basically gonna define your artistry rather than somebody's coming to you and being like, hey, yo, help mix me do this. Shit. Yeah, like, just, just mix this shit. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And then you you just make decisions that naturally you would, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I feel like yeah. if, I'm, if I'm mixing a project, like I, 
love mixing other people's projects infinitely more than I do my own. Not because I don't absolutely enjoy mixing my own. It's an obsession. But because it's so much easier to do it for other people yeah. because I can objectively just be like, yo, this shit just needs this. It's like, just, it's yeah, just, yeah. like I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but like, I, I, whatever the artistic intention this is, shit. like, this is trash or this is not trash. You know, it's like, I can, I can tell you right now, I'm listening to it. Now, I think I definitely yeah. got one of those from you. Like, yo, you just need to re-record that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be good, but you just need to re-record that shit. <laughs> do it over, yeah. you know? And you know, it's it's interesting. It's freeing to be, there is a creativity in being that objective. Oh, right? yeah. And, and that objectivity for other people that I don't think is afforded to you as like, if you're like a self-contained everything. Yeah. And it's kind of a shame, like, you know, when you're doing everything yourself, part of your your whole brand and part of your whole identity is how you sound, right? Yeah. And if you're the one who's making that sound, it's even more important to you. Yeah. So it's like, how do you, for me, I've always heard like that you should get like, over time, like get an engineer or get another uh, mastering engineer or something like that. Like always get a second ear to do your mixes for you. Yeah. Um, because it's just... It's it's easier. It's so easy to get lost in your own head and your own art it's when daunting. you're doing it by yourself. Even it though it's you know it's yeah. it's, it's, it's incredibly no, important, but like it's also so easy to get lost and just trap and stuck in a loop of oh, yeah. perfectionism or just like perfectionism. Oh my god! Find oh. like, it back around. Yes. Oh. Perfectionism is a disease. That's what that is. It is a disease, man. It is. Like, I'm sick with it. I'm sick with it. I'm sick I'm with it. I'm definitely sick with it. And I'm sick of it, honestly. <laughs> because, like, legit, like, I, I'm like, oh, it's just not perfect yet. And you then know? I and then I never release my work. Because I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to be... We do have the same problems. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same disease. All, all three of us have it. All three of us. And probably everybody listening, too. I'm not going to lie. You we know? probably all have it. It's important. It, it, it's important, but it's, you know, to a certain to degree. It's yeah. important to keep it in check. Um, I, I think that's that's one of those things that, I mean, you're not really going to learn in school. In fact, you might even, it might be exacerbated in school because people are like, you know, you're, you're there for literally a grade, you yeah. know, and a piece of paper. Oh, so yeah, they're like, yeah. make sure this is sonically accurate, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you know, that's one of those things you just learn over time on the job in experience. It's just like, you got to let some shit go. You know, at some point you just yeah. have to say, this is okay. This is good yeah. enough. You know, I, do you know, like, what's something that you've had to learn on the job or like, like that just you were not taught in school, just 100% experience? Like, what's something that an up and coming engineer should be prepared for in that regard? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so true. You definitely have to like not take things personal and let it go. Um, sometimes things are a hundred percent out of your control, and like a lot of like engineering, you're dealing with personalities. Um, yeah, a lot of different, and especially I'm from New York, so, so like you, you get the whole spectrum. You get like the quietest person who's like super chill, and then you get the most in your face, obnoxious, like fuck you, Damn. you're wrong. You know, like Damn, um, yeah. So you gotta just, that's what I'm saying, like, especially for engineering, you gotta keep your cool. And like, just like the, the best engineers I know, like you'll never see them sweat, mm. never. And which I'm the complete opposite. That's why, you know, it's hard <laughs> for me. That's why another reason why I can't really engineer all the artists. Cause like, 
I'll get mad emotional and like mad. And that's, you know, and that's a part of my artistry is like, I'm like, I can't like, uh, you know, <laughs> passionate, passionate. Yes, yes exactly. Passion, know? <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely you. keeping the cool. Keeping the cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's a great two, tip. Two it's, and it's crazy that, you know, the onus is on on you as an engineer to do that. Like, you would think, you yeah. know, we would tell artists this, that these things or producers these things. But it's crazy how much falls on the engineer's shoulders and how many hats you, you have to wear as a result. Remember, we were talking about hats last season. Yes. And, you know. The many hats we wear. The many hats we wear. But engineers wear some of the most hats. Several hats. Yes. At once. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Because, like, and sometimes I enjoy it, you know, having that, that kind of responsibility. But other times, like, have you ever been in, in a, I mean, obviously, you've been in, like, like sessions where you're just like, you do not fuck with the music at all. Have you all. ever been in a studio? Oh. <laughs> you know, that's going to happen. And you <laughs> have you ever to... been in a studio? <laughs> <laughs> you ever, you know. Have you, <laughs> you, have you used a fader? Do you know what that is? Yeah. But, <laughs> the, the, the best working artists they're like yeah turn it up and if you don't do anything you're like yeah I turned it up what do you think yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's so <laughs> funny there's so many like my famous thing that I end up doing all the time that I trick people with is like sometimes I'll fuck up on Pro Tools just cause Pro Tools is like a fuck program sometimes mm, love yeah. it but I hate it but uh, I'll be like oh yeah like if, if it's my fault, fault I'll be like oh yeah Pro Tools just fucked up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Redirection. It's a powerful Damn. tool. <laughs> Controlling the situation, though. But no, for real. Like, you really have to. Because, oh, like, man. some people are, are iffy like that. Like, yo. if you, they're like, yo, yeah. well, this engineer's fucking up. Give me another one, dog. Like, I don't oh, even... no. Yeah, yeah. No, I've lost. I lost. No, the last person I really engineered for was little TJ. And uh, we were cool because, like, I had to switch studios. Like, I was working at Penthouse and their setup. I'm so, I was so used to it. And, I, I, you know, I could, I literally have fallen asleep engineering. I was on the couch recording Pete, and I fell asleep recording him. I could record in my sleep. And I go down to Premiere, their computer's, first of all, their computer's super fucked up. There's delay. <laughs> I'm like, what is this delay? And I know it's not my fault. And I've engineered for him before. And he's like, get me a new engineer. This engineer's fucking yeah. up. And his, and his A&R is such a sweet dude, and he's the reason why I was um, engineering for him. He's the one that called me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I fucked up. Like, fuck, yeah, they didn't call me ever again. Have no, but I've really ended up just all love, you know? I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know? But it's a little awkward. It's like, yeah, fucked up. Um, but, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that shit happens. And, you know, <laughs> and it's also funny that you say engineers um, wear so many hats. Ricky's famous line, um, who's Buster's engineer, his famous mm-hmm. line, he's like, yeah, I'm just the janitor. He does literally everything. He's the tour manager. He's Shit. the booking manager. He's the, the guy with the weed sometimes. No, he never does. <laughs> That's neither here there. We cannot confirm nor deny that. Yeah, he, he, he might know somebody. Alleged. You know, you need your glasses fixed. You need your hard drive fixed. You know, he literally does it all. Damn. <laughs> wow. Yo, that reminds me of that episode of Atlanta. Do you watch Atlanta? Yes, I do. Do you remember that episode where uh, Paperboy was, he went to do a studio sesh with like that other artist, I forget, and they were in the studio (laughs) and the engineer (laughs) was like, oh, uh, the program just crashed. And he was like, (laughs) motherfucker. He's like, if you don't get it together, man. (laughs) 
I, and then he turns to Paperboy. He's like, yo, bro, roll another blunt, man. Yeah, he was like so pissed. So he's like, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, actually, um, yeah, the, the program didn't record. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to leave. <laughs> and the, the dude goes to Paperboy. He's just like, hey, man, you better leave too, man. <laughs> it's just like the dude's entourage, uh, artist entourage, and just the engineers in the room. And he walks out. He was like a gunshot or something. <laughs> I don't remember. That shit was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, but I mean, this model, I mean, it's obviously an exaggeration, but, but it kind of yeah. isn't at the oh, same no. time. Shit is real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, shit. Chick is really, really real. Like, I think about people I know, like, you, you know, like, it, Bobby Schmurder got arrested in in the building I used to work at. And, like, wow. I met his, his engineer, engineer, and I'm like, I just wonder what that session was like. <laughs> like, <laughs> wild shit goes down. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, Damn. with this, basically, you know, it just sounds like engineering or the music industry in general but specifically engineering yeah. is kind of like this wild wild west mm-hmm. of <laughs> of you know just just like trying to do your job but yeah. having to deal with so much extra shit on top of it it's so you know? funny because oh, yeah. I, I i didn't mean to interrupt but i had this friend who is who's an engineer he did oh god I, I forget who he worked for but he lives around that area philly area um and he did one of the tracks for like Kanye West and Paul McCartney, the and oh, Rihanna. That track, four or five seconds, five, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so so he did that track um, with whoever his boss was. But I was like, Yo, how did you get into that? And he goes, It's a really funny story. I started working <laughs> at this. <laughs> he goes, I started working at the studio, and I wasn't really. I didn't know anything about music. He was like, I was just kind of there, like cleaning up and shit. And he goes, one day I made these like weed brownies. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and I brought them in. <laughs> and you know, like the, the staff tasted it and, and they just like, got super lit. So then, I don't know, they offered me a job as an engineer. So I started learning how to like engineer and shit. And I forget who he was working for. Um, I want to say, oh God, I can't even remember who it was. I feel really bad, but anyway, <laughs> it's like a, a like a well-known female artist. SZA was on tour with her last year. Oh, who? Uh, Lauren Hill? No, wait. No. Who she am I thinking of? Tour. Not Lauren Hill. Um, SZA. The miseducation of. I mean, it is miseducation of Lauren Hill, but she SZA and no, her, it was definitely Lauren Hill. It was Lauren Hill. Yeah, Shit. it was Lauren Hill. It was Lauren Hill. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry. So anyway, so then. They found out, like, her crew found out. <laughs> I don't know if I should be telling this story. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Fuck it. I don't know Lori Hill, so The tea is being spilled today. There is... I spilled the tea all you over. Know. But anyway, so yeah. So her crew found out that he made, like, the best, like, weed brownies. So he, they invited him, and then he worked as her, like, live, like, onstage sound engineer. What? That's crazy. It was cra- all just because he made these dope weed brownies. You know? Oh, yeah. another thing in the industry. It's like, like, I was having this conversation with a producer um, I'm really good friends, friends with, and uh, we were talking about the industry. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So his name is Chuck on the Beat, and he's produced for, like, like this rapper Skinny from the Nine and yeah. a bunch of other, those kind of rappers. And I'm like, how do they have so much money? I'm like, I just want that much money just so I can <laughs> create comfortably. And he's like, so it's either, either they're, they're selling, selling drugs, drugs or like 
you know, it's their parents' money. It's one or the other. Like, <laughs> selling weed is a huge thing in the industry. I'm, I'm like, yo. True. <laughs> yo. Very true. Jesus. Secrets on the Thousand Stories podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we, people yeah. will find out if they want to find That's out. That's crazy. That's crazy, though. Yeah. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one last thing. So, th- he ended the story with telling me that he became her driver also. <laughs> And he goes, I, I barely ever got paid. He goes, I had to literally like fight uh, to get my paycheck, which I feel like is a common thing too. That's a huge thing. Yeah. I've gone months, I've three, four months without getting like $8. Damn. That's yeah. crazy. So like, so, like that, that, that's yeah. why huge, like when I said the financial thing, like uh-huh. engineering is not all that cracked up, it's cracked up to be. It's like, it's cool because you're your own boss and you answer to yourself, but like you got to track people down for that's your invoices. Crazy. You got to be like, yo, when is this coming through? <laughs> is it coming really through? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, is it legit, coming is it? <laughs> is it? Please tell, yeah. please. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean... Uh, kudos to you for staying yeah. in that and enjoy I mean yes you enjoy the craft obviously but just being able to like just thrive in that and actually push through it and still you know say at the end of the day I'm an engineer and I'm I'm doing great shit like that takes a lot cuz I you know I for me I don't I can't I have a the very small threshold with people no I have a large threshold but like once you cross it <laughs> it's it, I, I'm done you know and to be I've able seen that to happen deal, before you know it's <laughs> It, only, it rarely ever happens, but when it does, you know it happened. Oh. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> kudos to you for being able to be in that kind of environment every day. It's like, you know, like, it, it's kind of along the same lines as, you know, being like a prison guard or like, you know, yeah. like the amount of stress that you have to go through Damn. babysitting or babysitting. Yeah. No, but it like is baby- the artist, yeah. Essentially. I mean, that's that's really oh, what's no, happening. You babysit. I've babysat before. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I know the connotation of babysitting, so... Oh, no, I'm, like, talking that I've literally babysat before. <laughs> <laughs> or an artist. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, man. well... But also on top of, like, yes, babysitting them. Babysitting them as well. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Not only crazy. for their kids, but them as well. <laughs> Well, that's I mean, hilarious. This has been this has been an incredible insight, I think, into the whole industry. Because most people wouldn't know this. Yeah. They don't know this. Secrets what goes of the industry. down in the industry. So yeah. thank you yeah. for, you know. Oh, no, absolutely. Anytime. They can find exposed. out. You but know? like it takes a lot. It does take yeah. a lot. So I mean, is there is there anything else you wanna leave us with before we, you know, kind of say goodbye to the listeners? I mean, because this has been invaluable. And we'll have you back for sure. There'll be more. Oh no. Um I don't want to know. Uh, Luis, when are you dropping your EP? <laughs> you know, it's being worked on. I just, I was just talking to Najee about it a little bit ago, but it is, I'm definitely working on shit. I'm super excited yeah. for that because I know you got some works. And, and Najee, I'm just excited for your music. I, it, you know, I, I do want to say not only thank you guys for having me on this podcast, but the internet is a beautiful thing. When we met and we hung out, I said this to you as well. Like, you literally are one of my favorite artists. And, uh, you know, I'm so blessed to not only call you a friend and work with you, but yeah, so dope. <laughs> Brings a tear to my eye. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just wait till you live with them. <laughs> if it ever happens, you know. Yeah. I, 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 I too was like you. 
playing. I'm playing, man. I love you. God. Love you too, bro. <laughs> Damn. It was just funny. It was just, that's the only reason I said it. Oh, well, you know, thank you again yes, for coming you. through, ex- exposing the world of engineering and just giving giving people a chance to really understand what goes into it. If you're coming out of school, this shit is not, you're not going to be ready for that. Yeah. So you need to know. I'm oh, glad. yeah. You really need to know. You, you need to be ready for this. So it takes about, sorry, it takes about Damn. four years. Yeah, yeah it takes about four time. years once you're finished school. Yeah, no. And if you go straight into it. So be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, yeah. You've heard it here, folks. It's not first. an easy walk. <laughs> it's not a regular career. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll end it around here. Is there anything uh, you have? Any Perfect. socials or anything you want to plug? Uh, sure. Uh, so, so you can follow me, who is Lusix, for my artistry, and then you can also follow my photo page, which is um, nine twelve n i n t w l v. Had to be cool with the spelling there. Um, but that's um. That's all my like art stuff and photography, creative juices. Go into that. Thank you very much. And for anybody listening, if you want to find, if you have any questions, more questions for Delany, you know, feel free to hit her up. If you have more questions for us in regards to engineering, Mm -hmm. what we do, connections, you want want us to spill more tea, you know, hit us (laughs) up. Twitter, Instagram at Thousand Story underscore. I got another Lauren Hill story, which was hilarious, but I'll save that. We'll save save that one for the next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want to find us individually, right now Luis is taking a break. But by the time this podcast is released, he'll yes. probably be back. I'll be back. Uh, but where do we find you, Luis? At El Pontillo, E L P O N T I L L O, on Twitter and Instagram. And myself at Mr. Naji Boy. That's M R N A J I B O Y. Thank you for listening. And what do we got next, Luis? What's the next episode? Oh shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next week. We're going to be talking about how to properly release your sex tape on Instagram and monetize it. <laughs> and monetize it. Yeah. That's the key. Yes. What? Monetization is key. <laughs> Don't release a sex tape ever unless you're monetizing that shit. You know, what would Kim do? What would, what would, hey, learn from those moves. That was a move. Exactly. That was a baller move. That was a baller. She's like, yeah. I'll Kim. take a few million for that. Who who else fucking released the sex tape? Pamela Anderson. Pamela. And Tony. Uh, Tony. <laughs> just Tony. Tommy. Just Tony. <laughs> whatever that dude's name was, I don't even remember. I do. I just you know whatever. <laughs> Pam Anderson was the reason we watched it, not Tony. <laughs> I just oh, out of. Pornhub had numbers on it. Just to say. Oh, very true. So monetize. <laughs> monetize that's the yes. word yes. of the day well thank you again for listening hope this has yes. been enjoyable for you and find more episodes like this and this one as well <laughs> thousandstory.co slash podcast we're your hosts Najee and Luis and it's been a pleasure yes. see you next episode bye bye cool okay so um, we're also <laughs>